Welcome to HeroClix Borderlands. I'm your host, Shay McClure, bringing you the meta-casual perspective on HeroClix. Sharing my insights, thoughts, and experiences with other players who love this awesome game at all levels just like I do. Whether you're playing a casual home game, local tournament, or a regional or national event taking on the latest meta team, this is the podcast for you. All comments, suggestions, or questions can be directed to our email at lostinclicks at gmail.com. Also, you can private message me on AC Realms under the ID of Colossus TM. Go to our Facebook page of HeroClix Borderlands where you can message me or just read the latest articles and videos I have run across about this wonderful game. This is 4 o'clock in the morning on may the 5th right after may 4th may the 4th be with you day i'm getting ready to speak to our man from japan the international man of mystery the man himself malcolm rush and in this episode i'm just going to talk to him about what's been going on this year it's been over a year since i last talked with him so what's been going on in japan also talk about the newest set with all the colossals in it and trying to talk him into playing a Roll20 game and see if we can get him hooked on the online version of Heroclix. So why don't you sit back and enjoy this episode that I call Pacific Rim, and let's go visit our our neighbor to the west, the one and only Malcolm Rush. Uh, we're here with the great and the one and only international man of mystery, Malcolm Rush. How's it going, Malcolm? I'm doing good. How about you? I am waking up. It is early, and I know it's not early over there. It's more like supper time for you, but here, it is even the chickens aren't up yet. We haven't even started rooster crowing. It is early in the morning, so it's always wonderful to talk to you. It's just getting these schedules worked out. Um, I am. Are you ready to get into this in-depth interview to just kind of pick your brain a little bit? Yes. All right. Let's start. Let's go. Usually I do a critical hit of questions, but we've already had a very in-depth interview with Malcolm. So what I did is I changed it up. We're going to do one dice of question, a shape change role, a super sensitive role on Malcolm to see what he's been up to, what's going on, and just kind of get him back into the mojo of our podcast. So here's here's your first question, the first pip on the dice. What's been happening since we last talked? It's been about a year. I would say about a year since we last talked. So, so what's been going it's on? It's been a year. All right. What's been uh, going on? Well, work, work, work. But uh, comic-related, uh, I just uh, went to the comic book store today for a comic uh, free comic book day. And they were out of four issues of the 12 issues they were going to give out. Should have got should have got there early. How early did you get there? Can you still hear? Can you yes. still hear me? Yeah, I got you, Malcolm. Okay. So, how early should you have gotten so, there? I got there around two, uh, two, and they were already out for issues of the four popular of the issues. <laughs> Went there in the morning. Wow! What is? But, hey. I'm, I'm sorry. Go on, Malcolm. <laughs> Uh, that, that's okay. I do. What were the four issues? What are these popular issues? I don't remember exactly, but I think one of them was Lisa Spire Gwen. But I have to, yeah, uh, oh. no, they were out of four. They had uh, they could offer only eight. Okay, and that's that's a little disappointment on free comic book day, but that's cool. You got out in it. Um, yep. What? Well, Comic Con in January. 
at Comic Con. Okay, Comic Con. Wow. There. Okay. Did you do anything else? Uh, sorry, you just broke up. Uh, what was that? Oh, I guess our international connection that goes underneath the water is just not working or shooting up into the sky. It's okay. I was saying, uh, so you did Comic-Con in June? Uh, in January. January. Last January. Okay, so last January, you did Comic-Con. Hey, let's jump to number two on the dice. What is the coolest thing you have done since we have talked? Probably because uh, I... Anything, just work, work, work. So you've just been working, nothing so really the, great. Because it's been crazy. Crazy busy? Did you get me, Malcolm? Has it been crazy yeah. busy? Yeah, yeah, crazy busy, yes. All right, okay. Um, so, you know what? A lot of stuff has happened since we last talked. Uh, a lot of sets have dropped, and I know you've been watching. I know you've been watching all the videos and everything that's going on. So, why don't you tell us, what set has intrigued you the most this last year and why? Well, it, I was very disappointed in the Elseworlds and What If uh, from last summer. Uh, it, uh, I loved uh, the concept. I saw the stuff from going... Wait, this is what the big thing is for the anniversary about <laughs> seeing that the uh, daredevils and all that stuff of the, oh. same, the same look. Yeah, the same look. But then a uh, same look, but I was very happy with the you broke up a little bit. What, what, what? They, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Just say it again. What was the one that you kind of liked? I, we uh, got Else Worlds and what? I, if. Yeah, but uh, back really. Yeah, Thor was definitely one of the best in it a long time. Oh yeah, I'd agree. Thor is an amazing set. If you go, I would say that's a set that a newbie picks up and they're just going to love. Or somebody that's been out of the game picks up that set, they're going to love it. Don't you think? Oh, I think so too. All right. So, so that, so why, so would you say that Thor is the set that has just really kind of intrigued you the most? Yeah, definitely. Thor was uh, the one which uh, said, but I was very interested. Okay, and why is that? Uh, well, because uh, they had to uh, uh, update rules uh, with and uh, with all those different uh, with the class of fil- uh, figures and all uh, all the different uh, uh, weapons and stuff. Okay. Yes. Yeah, brought brought a new get brought a lot of little things to HeroClick, so that's that's always cool. Uh, let's hit number four. Aaron, there. No, I'm sorry. Can you say that again, Malcolm? Sure. Brought uh, brought some fresh air after a bad summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, we needed that. I, I was actually, I thought Elseworlds was okay. It wasn't great, great, but I mean, 
What If had really bummed me out. Elseworlds was pretty good. I thought it was kind of interesting. Thor really got me really excited again for Heroclix. So I'd agree with that. So what is the state of Heroclix in Japan? This is question four. What is the current state of Heroclix in Japan? That is still the same. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing going on. No movement. Nothing. Not seeing Nothing. anything. Wow. Nope. I mean, that's that's unfortunate. I mean, and one of the top uh, places for comics and anime and stuff like that, we can't get a foothold with Heroclix. You would think it would work. Oh, I know. Did any traction come from? I know you tr- you would ask for more of a campaign to Heroclix. Did WizKids ever come uh, reach out to you or anything like that? Nah, no luck. No luck. Just ignored or not thought yeah. as important. They 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 did send me one message and it's like, well, uh, it gave me a bunch of uh, BS, but it's like, oh come on. <laughs> they're holding you down malcolm i think there's I think a world so. cha- i think there's a world champion in you and they're just scared they're just they're just worried oh yeah <laughs> uh so you know what you are a connoisseur you're probably one of the people who scours the internet for content especially with hero clicks and all that so there's been a lot of new stuff being tried by podcasts, by YouTube videoers and all that. And you a lot of new podcasts come out. So in in this year, what is the best new online resource you have found this past year for HeroClix? Andrew, as I said, I've been so busy, it's uh, hard to keep up with everything. But I did like the stuff with the... Uh, uh, which you covered last, uh, I think it was last podcast or two podcasts ago about Hero, Hero Clicks Online. Only problem is, since none of my, uh, I did get a handful of Hero Clicks from Clicks Off when I was in the United States, they're all going to be out of date. Yeah. So it's no, uh, I have no hero clicks, so it's hard to play to to do the game online if I don't have any hero clicks. No, oh. yeah, yeah. I would say uh, Alex. That's, that was the last episode, episode thirty six, with Alex Coos on there, the man who's currently running the Roll Twenty and the Hero Clicks and Rock Online. So, yeah, that I thought I thought of you when that started coming out. Uh, I have played it quite a bit. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the stipulation on this tournaments where you can only and it's so he was he doesn't compete with whiz kids but the stipulation is that you have to own the figures in order to have them on your team does hurt you since you don't have any and it's hard to right. keep up to date um but casual matches we don't have that limitation i mean anybody can, as long as you can get an image you can play it so we'll, we'll talk about that i got i got something about it coming up so we'll talk about that um so let's go into that what if scenario. Let's go into the what if if they unleash Godzilla from Japan, if they let him come over and play Heroclix, if you get the ability to go for a world championship, what do you unleash on the world if you win? And what is the figure you would like to make if you won the world championship? And what would it look like? Well, well, personally, uh, I do. There's so many good Marvel and DC figures. Uh, I might uh, been. T- uh, Tempting to do like a, the one of the Star Trek characters because, uh, as uh, I know, none of them have been clicked be, beyond uh, the the original genre. Uh, besides the original, yeah, and I'm thinking maybe a Deep Space Nine character. 
Oh, that'd be interesting. Wow, it's been forever since I saw Deep Space Nine. Well, uh, I'm going to have to push you. Sorry, Malcolm, I'm going to have to push you. You're going to yeah. have to settle on one figure. Give me a figure. Who would it be? Well, I would uh, do uh, Garrick because the, that would be a very interesting character for Heraclix. He was the Kardashian who was the who claimed to just be a simple tailor, but he's really an ex-spy, and he's actually very deadly, but he tries not, you know, he hides his cards, you know, type of character. Okay, cool. So what would you do with his dial that would be interesting? Well, uh, well, uh, he, throughout the, uh, the seven seasons of Deep Space Nine, uh, he has uh, showed that uh, he'd like to plant explosives here and there to blow things up. So, right. you know, uh, do like those past uh, mechanics like uh, Anarchy. Let's see, who else did it before? Let's see, planted stuff, uh, the Anarchy, and... There was someone else. Uh, was there somebody in Avengers that could plant a bomb, the uh, gardener or something? I don't know. It's, it's a weird character. I don't know. Abyss's brother? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, do that plus uh, uh, plus uh, uh, stealth. Uh, uh, you know, he has stealth. Also, uh, uh, outwit, uh, Plex, uh, uh you know, really sneaky type of character. Okay, all right. So yeah, so that'd be that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool. All right, a little Star Trek love from the world champion. I think that'd be pretty cool. Just like if we ever threw some to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we do focus a little too much on Marvel and DC. Maybe we could push the envelope. Maybe we could get something even better than we ever thought. So, or even, even man, dare we say an undead character? That'd be kind of interesting. Somebody decided to do an undead character. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that would be interesting. Right. So, you know what? I always sit back and I always look, and I did in January, but, you know, I think we always do it. I, I think about it this time of year. School's winding down over here in the States, getting ready to go into the summer season. We're going into the conventions. You got to have some goals. You got to have some dreams for your 2018. When we're talking about Hero Clicks, what are your dreams and aspirations for 2018 Hero Clicks? <laughs> to uh, to get some in Japan, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Oh wow, that's a big goal. Yeah. And so, is there anything else? Yeah. Besides that, uh, uh, try to get some money and go back to the United States to visit uh, some relatives and try to play a couple games. But right now, money's tight. So, bleh, what can I do? Yeah. I understand. Uh, it is. It costs a lot to come back to the United States. I know you're having a great time in Japan. If the only thing you're missing out on is hero clicks, I can I can understand. I mean, Japan is Japan. I would love to visit Japan. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. Maybe yeah. if yeah. I ever great got culture, uh, great culture, hot women. You know, don't tell my uh, wife. Okay, we won't. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this podcast. No, she doesn't. Uh, okay, that's good. That's good. We won't tell her. So if I ever get to Japan, I am definitely going to look you up, Malcolm, and I'll bring a tub full of hero clicks for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there you go. So I am one of my one of my life dreams is to visit Japan. So hopefully well, so. Remember, I sent you since uh, we were talking about uh, a lot of monsters and stuff, and I had to send you the picture of the Toho uh, Toho uh, Cinema in Shinjuku, uh, Shinjuku with the big Godzilla on it. Oh, awesome! That is a click we need. 
that would be a great world championship figure to make as a colossal. Would that be oh, yeah. crazy? Yeah, I would love to have Godzilla. <laughs> That'd be crazy. The fire shoot monster. Oh man. Uh wow, cool. So that was our sixth, I would call that shape change, super sensitive role of questions. Hopefully it got us a little bit back up to date with Malcolm. And we're gonna kind of jump into our main topic of the monsters are coming. And the monsters well, that's are why coming. I Godzilla. That's it. That's it. That's why I called it Pacific Rim. We are on the Pacific Rim. We are oh. at the. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, uh, talking about Pacific Rim very quickly. Uh, the director and the Japanese uh, uh, actress uh, who was in the both movies was at uh, uh, Tokyo Comic Con. So they gave us a heads up about Tokyo getting destroyed before the movie. Oh, before Pacific Rim too! Wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow! So, so that will be interesting um okay wow pacific rim we're on the ring of fire with malcolm we're getting ready to talk about what is kind of neat happening in hero clicks it's our first colossal set i think it's the first one since let's see superman wonder woman and giant size and thor and thor well before that too we had uh when the x-men yeah the x-men they tried it uh, I thought Thor really did a great job with how they kind of use those pieces to be just kind of ultra aggressive. I thought Superman one one was okay, but now we have a set that's dedicated to getting colossals out, put it multi-base. Let's call it multi-base figures, two by two figures. And they're out. We're looking at them. The new Avengers affinity set before we even get started. What's your thought about this introduction, this mass introduction of two by two characters in the game of Hero Clicks? Just from an outsider's viewpoint, this new mechanic, I won't say new mechanic, but this mechanic that they're starting to give access to everybody to. Uh, I think it's good. Only thing I worry about is the price because uh, I've uh, I seen uh, how much uh, I've been listening to other podcasts about them complaining about the price if they can afford a whole uh, 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 trying to get the whole uh, set because it costs so much more oh i know i've been saving my nickels i just turned in all my ca- all my change i've been saving up since january just emptying my pockets and i turned it in for i think it's, it's a little over 190 dollars i'm like whoo i'm on my way to a case I, I i have been saving my nickels i've been pinching my worry was always that it's just gonna keep the price up there but for what you're getting it getting for it i think the price is pretty good it's pretty okay so I'm I am pumped. I've got a pre-release coming up in next week, and I am pumped to go get two boosters and put a team together. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> but um, I shall wanted we, to. Shall we ahead. jump into the figures? Oh, we will. Will you took it right out of my mouth? What I was going to talk about. So let's jump in. Let's see what's going on with them. Let's see how this is all going to work. Uh, I am looking at AC Realms where they have the dial and evidence thread. I don't know if you have that up, Malcolm. Or I not. I already did. All right, cool. So I got a list of some figures. We're going to talk about them. We're going to mention them. Everybody, just follow along. I think it's going to be great. So let's look first. First one I want to talk about some vehicles they're putting out. Let's look at the Doom Buggy. 30-point vehicle. does some neat little things. It's pretty much only got one passenger, but you can put a uh, driver in it. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Doom Buggy? 
Well, yeah. Well, pretty much the key thing is uh, like uh, uh, from outside point of view is the special trained. That's the key for all of the vehicles. Is how good is each of the special train, because that's the main thing for. Uh, uh, for, uh, see, it was the Wonder Woman. Invisible uh, 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 plane also has a special train, right? Yeah, it has it, and the Merc Jet, I'm pretty sure, has it. Has it. Some of the yeah, the later vehicles they put out had the special train also. So yeah. yeah. So. That's pretty much the key for all four of these vehicles. Yeah, yeah, four, right? Right, right. We're talking about the dune buggy. We're talking the, about the spider mobile. We're talking about the, the shield. Spider. Yeah, the shield flying car and Tony Stark's car. I mean, yeah, which should have been a little. Uh, they should have named it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They should have named it. They should have named uh, shield. Yeah, Lola should have been named in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> It would have been neat, but I don't know why they didn't. I mean, I look at the vehicles; they look pretty cool. Uh, yeah. The point value on the Doom buggy is low. Uh, in a sealed event, you're going to be pretty ticked if you pull that as your two by two. I think. Yeah. I don't only know thing is, if you can get a good map, you can use the special train. That's pretty much the key for that one. Yeah, it does modify. Uh, if it's beside square water, it modifies its speed. Uh, it can modify attacks within four, but that's halfway down it. Uh, it does have a stop click that turns into a special terrain. I mean, it's just kind of okay. Yeah, um, if you can uh, stick that it, if you have a map which is very close off and you want to make people go down uh, uh, one, sorry about that noise outside. That's all right. If you want to go down one side of the map and you want to force the people to go down that way, you stick the car in the other way so they have a uh, choice. Do they have to deal with the uh, minus one or go down the way you want them to? So, oh. Yeah, and and that that's important. Um, I've used Special Train before on my Rock Online maps, and they it has come into play. It can redirect people to go a different way. Um, yeah. It makes underground maps in the office very difficult at times. Which way you can go down? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it for the Doom buggy. It's the special train. Nothing else that really sticks out to me. <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, I agree. I don't think anything. A special train, cheap uh, passenger vehicle. If you don't have a lot of movement, it, it doesn't have um, really anything. It does have charge, but I mean, it's just kind of blah. I mean, it's 30 points. Uh, constructed, maybe somebody will find something with it. Um, if we look at the – I mean, the next one I kind of wouldn't look at is that shield flying car. Okay. So the shield okay. flying car is – Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, I do like the look of – well, I wish uh, – I do like the look of both that one and the uh, – it's basically repaint of the Tony uh, the Tony Stark car, but I do like the look of the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, that vehicle looks pretty cool. Even my father-in-law, who's a big car enthusiast, would probably love seeing that one. Now. I mean, I think, I think as a display piece, that thing's going to be pretty top-notch. Okay, that's what I'm hoping. Uh, shield fly car, bunch of sidestep, uh, hard to kill. 100 points, though, 40. It does have a stop click. It turns into that special train. Um uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't know if it does anything really great. It helps uh, your defense. Basically. Yeah. Wait, can, 
any way to push the car so you can do it. <laughs> yeah. So you maybe use it uh, as like a blocker at uh, have uh, the pilot inside and then have your forces on the other side just to get the bonus plus one and use that as like a blocker uh, to like a shield type of thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it is a flyer. It does get one passenger. Uh, one thing that's interesting about it is that it's 100 point dial. It is one, two, three, four, five. It's 10 clicks deep at 100 points. Mm. That's ten points. I mean, that's 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 pretty good armor for a character. You know, if you could put in a character in there that could actually give it some other powers that it could take, uh, it would need probably a range character so it could replace. As we know, vehicles, uh, you can do a special action, free action that kind of replaces the vehicle's attack damage and range with the pilot's range damage and attack so you can maybe do something with that on the inside maybe a squishy character you could put in there uh a hawkeye maybe and hey. maybe i wouldn't put anybody that had running shot at top dial i'd probably put somebody that was a i don't know a character that uh, had range pretty good range but maybe a little squishy and had a good attack value and good damage value and i mean you're adding all those clicks of life to it so he's harder to kill. Maybe, maybe a hundred points of armor, maybe 40. Cause sometimes you look at vehicles that way. I think as a, as a special train, I'm not too sure. Uh, well, as I said, for special train, it's uh, good for defense and, you know, as a, to help uh, as to increase your defense. <laughs> That's true. And if it does ever go away, if it does ever go away, three damage to all characters within two squares in a line of fire. So that's pretty nasty. So you have to be kind of careful because every time you shoot through it, that's the thing with special trains. Just kind of let's go over that for a second. With special trains, every time you shoot through it and you miss, you do a click to it. And then you have to roll a dice. And especially like usually three clicks into every special train, there's a number. Like his first one is a five. If you roll a dice and it's higher than the number that's showing, then it blows up or it does its uh, self destruct. And so you could do that all the way down the dial. It has five clicks of life. Once it hits that fifth click, doesn't matter what you roll. It blow, it, it does its special end of life thing. But shield fly car, you can play it for five points as a special train, or you can play it for a hundred points to add add some armor to your character. And it has that stop click that turns it into special train once it blows up, or forty points to add a little bit of armor. So not totally bad in in this environment. I don't think it's as constructed. Maybe, maybe I, I always look at vehicles as shields to go around your characters. Yeah. Well, I I think this is better than the buggy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. It's way better than the buggy. But then also, buggy's costed at thirty points. So a buggy, I don't know if I'm sitting at a three hundred seventy points. Do I put a buggy on my team if it's a four hundred point sealed match? Hmm. Maybe. Just to get it out there? Who knows? Um, well, it depends on what else you pull, too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Everything depends on what else you pull. Well, let's go to the Spidey Mobile. Probably <laughs> the one thing that, to me, when I look at it, I'm like, really? Spider Mobile? Man, talk about a throwback to what? Was that the 80s or 90s in which the Spider Mobile made its debut? More 70s. More 70s. This is this is a strange uh, time of Heroclix where you wonder if they weren't 
just a little bit too caught up in the free love phase of everything and all that. Uh, Studio 57 or what it was called. Oh, man. Um, let's look at it. It is pretty good. It is, it's only 50 points, so let's keep that in mind. If we're looking at his armor, at 50 points, you're looking at what? 18 seven, super senses. 18 super senses and seven clicks of life before it hits its stop click that turns it into special terrain. Yep. For 50 points, that's less than 10 points a click. 18 defense with super senses, very good. Charge, 10 charge with, with a 10 charge. Wow, 10 in cap with a four range. So, only thing it doesn't have is damage. Um, I don't know. Uh, that That's an interesting vehicle. It, can, it has a passenger. It ignores elevated terrain. The one problem you're going to have on this is that it's in a sealed environment. It's free action. is improved targeting. Ignores hindering. Choose a character within range and line of fire. That character can't use shape, change, or stealth this turn. That's awesome, but I don't think in this format it's going to make a big difference. But in constructed for 50 points, you got a stealth buster. You can put anybody in there that's, that has trouble seeing through stealth, say a Cyclops. Also, they can see through stealth. You're also adding automatically eight clicks oh, yeah. of life. You know, that's pretty That's pretty tough. For 50 points, I think that's pretty tough. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Plus, plus uh, this is another option like the shield car for defense, too, with, with a special train, too. Right. Yeah. And also the last three uh, on the before it turn, uh, blows up to suppose train, it, it has prop too, which is nice. Oh yes. Oh yes. That's nice. It does get close combat reflexes. It's got some sidestep. I like the. I like the uh, in cap. Now, one thing we we have to remind ourselves is that vehicles can't do anything if they don't have a pilot. So this will require a pilot. Uh, there's no special. Uh, requirement for the pilot so that's always good you know that's always good there's no special requirement um and once it goes into special terrain one downside is your pilot gets ejected once it gets to this ko click or to the click to turn it into special train and they'll have to roll to see if they take damage um but if you can kill this special terrain it does do the special power of each time a click well if the result is greater than displayed number, destroy the special train and give a web token to each character within four squares and line of fire. Characters with web tokens must break away before any move, and if they're successful, they remove the web token. Finally, I have use for all those web tokens I collected in Superior Foes. Yeah, they should have kept going with the uh, FX, uh, clicks FX basis. Oh, yeah, I loved them. I loved them. But now I can use them. I can sit there and give everybody a web token. That's not a bad one. Unfortunately, it affects all characters, but it's not like that thing blows up and all of a sudden everybody's stuck. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you can't move until you get out of it. You can shoot. You can you can do stuff, but you can't do a move. But I think this one's not bad for 50 points. Um are you going to use it in a sealed event? Maybe. As special train? Um, as Malcolm's saying, special train's very good in that it has a weird effect in that it's hindering for line of fire, but it's blocking for movement. So you can really cordon off a section of the map and increase your defense with it. So this one's pretty good. You can't control where it's going to be blown up, but this one, I don't know. I think this one's not a bad vehicle. I mean, I think it's going to have some constructed use. Unfortunately, it's only got Spider-Man family keyword, but oh well. What are you going to do? 
You got any other thoughts on it? Not uh, not really. Not for right now. Okay. So that's good. So now we're going to get into what I think is the probably top vehicle. Would you agree? The Tony oh, Stark's yeah, car. out of the four. Yes. Oh, it's top. I mean, we've got a hundred, a 75 point and a 10 point dial. Um, it's going to have, it has nine clicks of life at its hundred point dial. Nine. It also gives you 11. If you can put a pilot in it, it naturally has 11 running shot with 11 attack, 18 defense with super senses of four damage with a special power. It comes with six range. It is a flyer. It can carry one. I do like it. It does have another special ability. It's like when an attack misses Tony Stark's car, roll a dial six, uh, five to six, remove an action token from it. Wow. Uh, also, it has this special power for all but two of its clicks of life is have to time this move just right. When Tony Stark's car carries one or more characters during a costed action, after resolutions, roll a die six, five to six, one carried character can be given a costed action this turn. That's huge. Anything that allows you to move and then take an action with another character, that's big. That can be game breaking if you can get that to work a lot. Don't you think? Oh, I think so. Uh, uh, if you can get get anything, uh, extra is always good. Oh, yeah. And if we look at this vehicle, it has a pretty good attack all the way across. And it has pretty good damage. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, compared to the other vehicles, which either have zero damage or zero attack, uh, this is definitely the best of the four. Oh, yeah. And also what helps you is that you don't have to have a great pilot in there that has high values. I mean, because the car itself has good enough values, you just got to get it moving. But That's why, why I asked what was the cheapest Iron Man. That's the key. Yeah, it is the key. I don't know that Iron Man's going to bring much to it. Uh, I think the vehicle's stats are better than that Iron Man you put in there. Uh, maybe there's going to be a lower point Iron Man come out. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I, I'm not doubt that uh, WizKids will put about 20 more Iron Mans out before next year. Oh yeah, and I mean, even in this set, you've got a ten, you've got a sixty-point Iron Man. Uh, he's not the lowest, but he could be in it. But the car itself, his car actually has better stats than that Iron Man. Uh, yeah, only, only, only negative I can see if you get, yeah, if you're doing a a, a, a booster set, and then you pull this out and no Iron Man to pilot. Oh yeah. Well, there. Not really Except because because train. Yeah, and it's actually it of the special trains. I think this one has the most power because of its ability to give you a passive ability. And the passive ability that it gives you is it, it has a special ability because it's still rolling use it as, as cover. Adjacent friendly characters can use energy shield deflection. So all the others have to blow up to have some effect. This one actually has an effect as long as it's in the game. Uh, and it's only your characters. Uh, and at the beginning of your turn, you may place this special training to an adjacent square. But then every time you do that, you have to roll the dice. And if you roll equal to or less, then you have to KO it. And so... If not, turn the special train dial to a blue click number equal to the result. So you are moving this dial whenever you actually roll it, but the ability to replace it 
is something none of the other trains have had and it's passive ability. And there's no negative when it blows up like the other ones. So why do you think of it as a special train? Oh, oh, I agree. Oh yeah. Uh, because uh, I do want a little bit because of the time factor. So let's go to the next figure. Okay. Um, yeah. And we're probably not going to get through all these. That'll be fine. Uh, let's talk about, let's look at the ones that really get you excited of this list that we have list. What's the one that really excites you that you would just have to well, get? Well, I would love to get them all, but uh, pretty much uh, all the eternal, you know, all the big uh, uh, eternals uh, because the uh, uh, lower chaos and master order, Egon Prime, you know, uh, Infinity, Eternity, you know, all those uh, I would love to get because the, <laughs> they just look neat. Oh, they do. I, as as actual figures, they look very neat. I think Living Tribunal looks impressive. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Eternity looks impressive. Infinity, Lord's Chaos, and Master Order all have really good sculpts. Chronos, eh, yeah, just okay. I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested in the Groot one. I think Groot, but he's kind of old school. Kind of who used to draw like that? Who's this '60s artist? Kirby, Jack Kirby look to it. Well, remember, in Thor, you Ray got the uh, the new version of Groot, so you so it actually makes sense that they went with the old school one for this one because they really gave you the new version uh, in Thor. <laughs> in okay, the, yeah. Colossus form. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, let's look at, you know, there's one thing I want to talk to you about very quickly. I, I know we are strapped for time and this is a limited interview unlike normal. Um, and that's cool. Let's look at one thing. Okay, there's one figure on here that's interesting. It's a new mechanic to Colossals is the giant girl she's crazy crazy she has what 25 clicks of life and you can spend 10 points for each click all the way up to 250 points she's the most versatile figure we've ever seen in hero clicks i think what do you what do you think outside of like a haha joker who has the ability to you know the and the old tokens you could put on them so what are your thoughts well this one uh the thing is, if you do have the balls to try to play her at 250, she's definitely per, uh, most pers- uh, pers- uh, sorry, pushable character of uh, all time because uh, uh, she has Colossus stamina plus uh, Indomitable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. She has uh, pretty much all her attacks and uh, damage same yeah, throughout. Yeah, she she varies from nine to eleven. Her defense never goes well of sixteen, but it's mainly seventeen. It has some eighteens in there, and it's her damage is three consistent, except for a couple of twos in weird places. Yeah, yeah. If, if I I think she would do very good if you're daring to do full uh, four points uh, points if you can get a good perplexer or uh, or someone who has. Uh, not enhancement. Uh, what's the close one? Uh, it, uh, the pink power. Uh, uh, yeah, sidestep. The oh, oh, empower. Step. Damn. To uh, uh, not enhancement. The other one, empowerment. Yeah, empower. Yeah, um, I think. But she has a couple. Something to include. 
Go on. I'm sorry. I think that, so if 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 someone is daring, uh, daring try to do like 250 minutes with her, with someone with uh, give her support with the perplex, the couple perplex towards her, she could be because they would be surprised. I'd uh, suddenly she's dealing uh, dealing twelve attack with four damage with two perplexers. Yeah. Oh yeah, she could. Now there's a couple of traits on here that make her even more interesting. That I think actually makes you maybe think about playing her. Number one, she has colossal retaliation down her entire doll, no matter the point value. Yeah. Which is important because if somebody attacks, oh, yeah. if anybody attacks another one of your characters, she can teleport across the ring and hit them. And the big thing about her colossal retaliation out her zero range. Yeah, it helps out zero range. And the other huge thing about that is she doesn't have the uh, restriction, which means that she can't attack after doing a colossal retaliation. Colossal retaliation is free. Well, it's a power. Uh, well, I guess that's how they handle it. It's a power, so you're not going to be able to do it for free, but she can. She can get all the way across. And if she KOs somebody, when she KOs yeah, an opposing character. Domino uh, and causes uh, da- uh, damage, so even uh, uh, the next turn, she, you can East push her and you can uh, KO uh, a small little friend. This is what I would do. Uh, someone attacks uh, some of my guy, push... Uh, she jumps across the map. She attacks uh, that person. Next turn, I'll pug nearby. Hit that one. KO that. Or, and she can be just uh, be ruthless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can be ruthless. And, yeah, if she can KO, she gets to heal. So her, she can go kill a pog, heal up, and get back to where her starting line is. Uh, she's got Quake on there, so that'd be interesting. Her ability to. I'm sorry, Malcolm. Past her starting line. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would... She can't heal past the starting line. Oh, no, wait. It does say she may... Wow. Wow. Huh. If you can get her to... Think about this. You get... Get if you uh, if you have room for ten points, you put her on, and there's a park right near that. She can get three... <laughs> I know. Her her only problem she doesn't have a stop click, which I would think that'd be abusive. So I I'm she's gonna be interesting and she's what a common. She's our first common. So she's gonna be out there. She'll be very yeah. very doable, very able to get. Um well for seals she'll be great because uh, oh I have uh, tw- uh, forty points left. Hold uh, on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that will be interesting. I'm I'm looking at these. Another one is this is our first time having an iteration of a title character in the Colossals. And that's Wasp, part of Avengers, Janet Van Dyne. Let's look at her because I find that that it's a new mechanic that they've added with uh Deadpool. Start with Deadpool and they've kind of added title title characters. This is our first giant title character. She has some interesting she has she has As keep going. I'm, I'm, I know where to find her dial. Where does she go? Oh, yeah, she's it. she's number eleven. She is twenty clicks deep at her, her three hundred point value. Uh, 
She is. Oh, I should ask. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, Battle Royals, what what are they doing for uh, figures? Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, are they uh, limiting it to like a certain number of clicks? Uh, uh, point. Uh. It's going to be point value. Uh, you can only play them at two hundred points or less. So in battle royales, everybody will have a chance. Now in a battle royale, that's when you're kind of ticked if you pull a dumb buggy, you know, because points don't matter in battle royales. So you want it to. You want a big colossal, but you can only play them at two hundred. I'm mean, at two hundred or less. So that will kind of limit it. But you pull a doom buggy in a battle royale, just take your beating, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to be honest, that will be interesting in a battle royale in which you pull a doom buggy. It's a scenario. I'm gonna throw it out here since you brought it up. In a battle royale, if you pull a doom buggy, you're probably gonna get last pick. But also know that you'll probably get third pick on colossals because somebody will pick the LE. So you could you could up. Uh, Grade your colossal then. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you can. Anyway, let's go back. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Wasp. Let's go to Wasp. Um, that sidetrack. I know that's fine. She looks. No, no, it's all good. Uh, she does have, just like she starts with five plot points. Um, she can, her plus one, she's got two plus ones. One is free each time an opposing character is hit this turn after resolution to modify that character's defense value minus one. So she can use a plot point uh, for each time a character's hit, he reduces his damage. That's pretty good. Or she can choose a plus one plot point or try picking an on someone your own size free, choose an opposing character that attacked Wasp, Heart of Avengers, or damaged a friendly character since your last turn. So kind of like a... Uh, a colossal retaliation. Place Wasp hard Avengers such that she can make a close attack targeting the chosen character, then do so. If her target has colossal modifier attack and damage plus two. So she gets basically a colossal retaliation as a plot point. And she'll be one that will be go over there, be able to hit you with a retaliation and then hit you again as a normal figure. Um, uh, she, her values aren't that bad at the top, but you have to play at 300. If you play her at 150 or less, she doesn't get above a nine, a 10 attack, but she doesn't blow, drop below a nine. She continues with a 17 defense with toughness and super senses mixed in, ends with 16 combat reflexes, and has a solid perplex close combat expert, three damage all the way down her dial with some end um, leadership. So, as a class retaliator, she's not great, but she's not bad. 150 is probably better. 50 points would be interesting. Um, and she also has the minus three plot points. She can automatically do this because she starts with five. Free, choose tiny, standard, giant, or colossal, lost part of the ventures, and adjacent friendly characters that aren't vehicles gain that symbol until your next turn. Could be some shenanigans with that. And finally, her minus 10, her biggest one, is free. I mean, Janet, you're the best chairperson the Avengers ever had. Free. Remove all action tokens from each friendly character with the Avengers keyword and heal them each two clicks. That is crazy mid-game. The ability to take tokens off everybody and heal too. That's crazy. That would be an ability I'd try to work towards. It'd take you a while, but that'd be pretty good. Uh, however, here's the thing. Most title character abilities require you... Um, to get plus points 
uh, non-free actions or something like this. Well, a free action, but you're having to do something else. She has that free action she can use every turn and attack, which allows her that cost retaliation. She can do that and attack, and so she's not going to get a negative of taking a click of damage for not doing a a attack whenever you use a title ability. So what are your thoughts on Wasp part of Avengers? Well, uh, as I said, uh, 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 the this one looks very interesting. I do like the minus three plot points, and I still don't get fully understand the title characters because I never played Magic. So, uh, so this is uh, uh, I this is a mechanic I would love to deal with, but as I said, I don't play uh, play here. So, it I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Uh, it would be nice to actually have the figure in my hand to actually play with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Title character abilities are very uh, hard to kind of get your grasp around. They're just a little different. Um, And sometimes you have to evaluate, can I get to that top one and how good is it and how they kind of fit title character as a title character. She brings some very interesting stuff. Minus three. I like I'm with you. Minus three. 10 is the, one you're going to try to go for, I don't think you can get to in a lot of games. But, you know, playing with her is going to be the key. You're going to have to play with her a few times before you get the feel of what she's going to be like and how well she can play. Um, let's see. Another one that keeps coming up, and I, I really want to take – let's look at that Groot. I mean, Groot's, Groot's interesting. I mean, oh, yeah. he's sitting out – well, my question is, which group you like better, this one or the Thor one? If you have to choose to play one group, which one would you play? Uh, this one. This one. Why? Uh, I'll be honest. It produces pogs. I love stuff that produces extra stuff. And it has a lot of like versatility. It is a colossal retaliator. It can also play at 150, 450, It's a decent figure on its own. It has that cosmic and monster keyword and ruler keyword, and it has a uh, leadership with it. So for 20 points, you can add some fillers to some teams that are kind of hard to fill in the low point value. So that's kind of uh, what I like. Uh, and if he's not on a, a theme team that has Gardens of Galaxy, and he modifies his attack and defense by plus one for the game. And otherwise, if he is, he gets protected out with this game. So, yeah, which is always a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Now, the one downside is uh, this is a pretty cool Groot. He looks very different than what we know Groot as. Um, he, at the beginning of the game, he generates three pogs. One called Dr. Leslie Evans, which is a stealth outwitter if that's what you want to know, and has a bonus in that if Groot or Walking Wood, the other pog, attacks him, he gets a plus three to defense. Now, that pog is generated and given to your opponent. On the other hand, you you then generate two pogs called Walking Wood. Uh, they have Flurry Plasticity and Sidestep. They have three damage with Shape Change. They're a 10 attack, and so you get those on the board for free at, your tw- at, at, at the beginning. And it, whenever... If you do generate two of those walking wood bystanders, whenever Groot hits one or more characters with an attack, after resolutions, you generate another walking wood bystander up to a maximum of five. And they're pretty good with plasticity, sidestep, and flurry. So he brings a lot of interesting stuff. Um, 
He does have that colossal retaliation. It's just a regular attack. He can move. Um, and he has a special. If you play him at a higher point value other than colossal retaliation, uh, he can heal if he's in printed terrain. <laughs> if he begins in tr- printed terrain. So he can't heal past his starting line, but this, this figure could be hard to kill. Um the question would be, do you play him at his 400-point dial if you're in a 400-point match? Probably not. He does no, not. No, for once a priest and yeah, yeah, no, you And one problem about one-man army, if you cannot do these two attacks in a row without pushing, that really hurts that character, even with a long dial. True. But you also are putting out some pogs to help you. Hmm. You are building a wood army, but I, I agree with you. maybe more along the lines of two fifty. His one fifty is very interesting, pretty much um, invulnerable all the way down. But his one problem there is that psychic boxing just can just blast right through him, no problem. You okay. know, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. As I said, I think he's better at the two lower dials than the top one. Right. I kind of find him interesting. He looks very different. Um, I think he's going to be that. uh, I think he's going to be used as a class retaliator a lot. You're going to see him out on teams for 20 points, you know, sealed. Uh, I think Sunangan's going to go with him with the cosmic and monster theme as a 20 point retaliator. Now, um, I'm trying to think. How much more time do we have? How much time do you have, uh, Malcolm? I, I do have a little more time. That's no problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any others that just jump out at you? Well, probably one which would be totally awesome to play in a big game or is that living a tribunal yeah, because, uh, you know, 900 points of uh, of uh, craziness, especially with the uh, five verdicts. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and at 900 points he's sitting at, let's see, counting them up. He's sitting at 23. Is that 23? Right. Uh 16. Yeah, 23 clicks. Oh my yeah. gosh. 23 clicks. I mean, we're talking Galactus level. And I mean, and he starts with a 14 phasing 13 uh, attack. He's got 13 range with three targets. He's got power cosmic, 20 defense with invincible, six damage, six damage. And he has the special power of outwit and probability control. I mean, and we're not even getting into his traits yet. I mean, that's a nasty figure in itself. The only thing well, saving you is that stealth works against him. Well, you know what would be fun if it. If you have uh, three friends, you know, two friends, and one played this at 900, and two of them build two forces of, uh, uh, you know, 450 each and uh, try to take him down, you know, type of thing. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, I, I, he is a higher point one. Uh, I would be interested in playing him. Uh, I, I don't like higher point games that much. I'd probably want to limit figures because they get so sloggy because you have to go through so much. At 900 points, he's pretty solid. Uh, 20 defense with Invincible for his first – 20 defense first two clicks and Invincible for his first 
two, six clicks, six, five damage for at least five damage for his top part of his dial, his 900.1. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he gets uh, pretty much doesn't drop below 18 for defense. Yeah, and, and he has that region at the end with a 19 defense. He's got phasing. He's just going to be kind of hard to kill. Um, and the, the verdicts really will mess up people too. Yeah. yeah, you can, and but here's the thing: they put a dial on him that makes him very interesting. 150, so you can maybe use him as a call-in battery. Uh, living, and he has some couple of traits that make him very, very situational. Um, uh, he can't be a target of, a, of an attack with more than one target. He's not going to be that way if you're on a one-man army. Uh, rule all matters of cosmic importance. When another character 50 points or more is KO'd, give Living Tribunal an evidence token. Give him two act tokens instead if that character had the cosmic keyword or could use power cosmic team ability. Power, you roll a two die six. The result is less than the number of evidence tokens. Remove all those tokens is an issue of verdicts. You haven't issued this game. Now, these verdicts are awesome. For the res- One is, for the rest of the game, at the beginning of each opponent's turn, that player chooses one of their friendly characters and deals at one unavoidable damage. A little tribute there, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, or you can choose this turn. Friendly characters have free make an attack. Wow. There you go. Free action attack. They're, you can attack twice. Basically only giving everybody thing, flurry. Only, huh? thing sucks, uh, only thing sucks about that if you're doing a one-man army. <laughs> right, right. Kind of, okay, and then it's place all characters on map up to six squares away from their current square. Okay. That's a big breakup of your team formation. Or for the rest of the game, opposing characters modify their combat values except brains by minus one for each action token on them. Well, there, that would slow you down a little bit. Or you can choose, for the rest of the game, opposing characters can use Earthbound, Neutralized, and Battle Fury. Oh, that oh, would really mess them up. Especially if it's a range at, team. Range team, they'd be dead. They'd be like, what? Well, look at the, his range. Oh, I know, 13. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. three lightning bolts. Yeah, so he he's... He's sitting out there. He's going to be interesting. I'm I'm going to be honest. To get to the verdicts, I don't know how you run him. I mean, the, what type of game? Maybe at 450. 900-point game, him running at 450, him having more characters than just him, might be the dial you have to run at him to get his, his verdicts out. You know? Because the verdicts, you're going to have to – got to have a swarm team. You've got to have a swarm team, or somebody else has a swarm team, and he has to start picking them off at least 50-point value to start getting evidence tokens. Oh. Well, the thing is, remember, he can shoot uh, halfway across the board before you can even get close to him because most characters nowadays, the range is so ridiculously small compared to the back in the old days. Oh, that's true. And he does have running shot on his second click. And he picks up hypersonic. He's got sidestep. His tag value never falls below 11 to his last two, which are 10s. I mean, and he's pretty remember, solid. Remember, his first move is 14 squares. and it, <laughs> Oh, yeah, he can get out. As I said, the only thing that's protecting you against him is he does not have any improved targeting. Oh. So that makes him – but he has three – with a colossal, he has three reach. So he can still punch you if you're too close to him. And remember, uh, all the, uh, all these big guys uh, have uh, co- a po- a power cosmic, so uh, they can push. Uh, you know, they can push themselves. They have you know uh, a protective outwit too. So yeah, Makes they him- can be. <laughs> 
the more yeah. deadly. <laughs> I can. I can. I, I could I could just be very deadly. I don't know. I I he in a competitive market, he is not gonna see play. I don't see him seeing play as in competitive market because the verdicts are almost impossible to get to in a competitive what? match. You think anyone would be crazy enough to try to play at the lowest value in it? I don't know. 150 points, you're getting seven clicks, and you're starting with Invon. But 18, 18, 18, 18, 19, 19. Yeah, it could. I'll tell you. And you start with Outwit Probability Control. He could be a call-in battery, but he's a big target. Um the 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 power cosmic's good. I just hate that he starts with Invon. It's like ah, uh, you know, exploit weakness is going to get through it, but it's so hard right now in the ro- post rotation. I think most figures can't get over six damage. So if he took a six shot, he would end on his last click with a nineteen defense and uh, regeneration. So that's not that bad. Uh, wait, wait, wait! If Take six damage. That would be four, uh, four clicks. Well, enough. It's a psychic blast or exploit. Oh, psychic blast. Yeah. 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 So I always go worst case scenario. Okay, let's look worst case. Most figures now are running. If they run a psychic blast, they're running at three damage. Three perplexes can get it up to six. Uh, but also, also remember, that most of these figures, uh, he can outrange them. True. He can outrange. Uh, map choice and we didn't even go over he does have a other trait we didn't talk about you can't kill the abstract living tribunal at the beginning of each opponent's turn the opposing force gets action total minus one that turn if it has more characters on it than any other force when the living tribunal is ko the fit continues for the rest of the game so if you build a small team a couple of cosmic characters you're giving a minus one to their action total total which helps with you not getting out actioned so oh, I don't yeah. know. So he's going to be as a call-in battery. I don't know. Uh, it'll be depending on he would have the ability to call in some of the higher point, like Wolverine at 150. Oh yeah. Maybe somebody would. Maybe they might try it. It could be interesting to see him come out there uh, and go at it. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any other ones you want to just kind of look at? Uh, as I said, all these par- uh, all these uh, other ones uh, for the super rares are interesting, and uh, uh, same type of argument for all of them uh, is uh, they all have long dials, all have power cosmic, all have long range. It's only one which out of you know out uh, see Lord Chaos and Monst- uh, Master Order has the shortest of those guys range with 10 everyone else is uh, a 12 <laughs> right and you're talking about the big four the lord chaos and master order infinity eternity and living tribunal yes they are all who okay so let me ask you this question of all of them which one do you think gets the play at the low point though honestly give me a second to look They're all probably the one, maybe probably maybe low chaos and master order because they have five uh, one hundred uh, hundred points, six clicks, eighteen, 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 and two nineteens. 
Yeah, four uh, invincibles. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and and it, and they also start with yeah they start with perplex, and ten range. Uh, uh, they do have a special power is pulse wave, and if, when they use it, if exactly one friendly and exactly one opposing character were hit, both were not KO'd. You may choose that these two can't use powers abilities until your next turn. A little sacrifice of your own guy, but you only you know, but you're only doing one damage. Pulse wave, and then you can just can't use powers and abilities, which could be huge. You know, could be. Could, uh, also, could be. at the beginning of your turn, Lord Chaos and Master Order can use mind control at no cost, but only as range and only to target up to three opponent uh, characters that, that attack uh, Lord Chaos uh, since your last turn. So, if someone dare uh, daring enough to attack them, he can use mind control on them for free. Yeah, yeah but that's on their third click in uh, the lower point dial. Because that would be their movement power. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so, uh, but still, <laughs> uh, okay, right. Uh, the um, and they do have when a friendly character quickly and this is right quickly hits one or more targets from moving action token from all friendly characters. When an opposing character quickly misses or one or more targets, give each opposing character an action token that deals no pushing damage. And once they're put on the field, this effect continues for the rest of the game. So critical hits bonus are bonuses to you. Critical misses are double damage to the people uh, on your opposing force. So that could be an interesting reason to play them. You know, a little chaos there. So, but I also like, to be honest, if we're looking at it, uh, is Infinity at 75 points. Four clicks, but she's got that... But she's got that sidestep, phasing, teleport, bend space. Adjacent friendly characters have free. Places character in another square adjacent to Infinity. So that's like giving them an extra sidestep, you know? So they can move. And and the range and the movement uh, is so high. Yeah. It's easy to you know, stay out of uh, someone's range because most 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 people have only uh, four to six range. You, very rare you get a regular figure with eight nowadays. That's true. And this you can't kill the abstract is this way to bring in what I call a feat. Okay. If I have to look at like old school, these are like feats. These can't kill the abstract. This is a battlefield condition. Maybe not feats. It's more like a battlefield condition. Uh, so they bring a battlefield condition. And a battlefield condition that Infinity brings is other friendly characters modify speed and range by plus one. While opposing characters go down minus one for speed and range. That's that's crazy impactful in a game of low ranges. You know? I say plus two. That is a two swing on range and speed one yeah. for you one away from you so infinity could be and maybe we should look at what are their uh, what i call battlefield conditions they bring eternity brings the one of when another friendly character that isn't a bystander would be ko once per turn you may roll a die six on a six turn that character to this last non ko click instead that is pretty crazy you get us. You get an, another rollout when you're getting KO'd to go to your last KO click. Mm. So I don't know. I think uh, those are interesting. What do you think? Those are interesting. Would you call those like battlefield conditions? Oh yeah. No, well, definitely. Uh, 
uh, because remember, even if you K, uh, KO these guys, uh, it still uh, stays game. So that can really screw up someone's uh, game plan. Right. And let's yeah. see, the stranger has one. He has a, uh, you can't kill the abstract. Uh, he might be. Yeah. yeah going uh, back to the vehicles for a second. Uh, uh, you can get rid of the special terrain uh, uh, when the vehicles are gone. Right, but these guys, uh, you uh, you're screwed even uh, even if you get, kill them. <laughs> yeah, because it, it stays there the entire game. So those five characters have that ability. So it's almost like you're paying to put a figure on the board and a battlefield condition. So depending on what your team's doing, it can make a big difference. You know, I mean, that's, that's I think that's a huge. Uh, that's a huge temptation to try and use that to your ability to maximize your team. Um, luckily, none of these guys have colossal retaliation. They have to be played at a higher point value. I mean, I think they would be ridiculous if you bring them in for 50, for 35 points. At 35 points, a battlefield condition and them as a colossal retaliator would be stupid, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I, I did like uh, – Look at these previews that not every figure had class of retaliation. Yeah, because uh, uh, I think they gave too much special, uh, special uh, with that with the Thor set. Every figure must have class uh, retaliation. Yeah, so at least uh, make people think should I or should I not? Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. And I kind of like not having cross retaliation on all of them, just like you said, because it, if you do, then it kind of stales the game up a little bit with your larger figures. You're, all, you're always using them on their cross retaliation. This makes yeah. you have to make a couple more choices. Yeah. How many figures of the uh, past classes uh, you don't use? Uh, you actually start at the beginning, you know, the starting line and not the cross retaliation line? Right, very Carnage few. Does, uh, Carnage does not count because that's on uh, at the beginning of each of his uh, starting cl- uh, starting line. True. Probably the only ones you use are Mangog because he has that special ability to up his dial. So at 150, he's not bad. Maybe Surter at 150. Um, the others, you don't even think about it. It is automatic colossal retaliation because Flora, it actually helps her because she can heal up past it. So you kind of want that. You'd rather not play her at the top dial because you just want her at their stop click, heal her up one. All of a sudden, she's for 10 points, she's in a, she's a figure you're spending way too much time trying to kill, you know? Um, but uh, it's, I think I, I like, um, I like the way it's going. Uh, so I kind of like this set. I didn't know if I would. I think in sealed, it's going to be kind of hard to play, but I think in constructed, it brings up all kinds of weird stuff out. Well, uh, from my outside point of view, it seemed like they did a better job with the cost of figures than the lower point, uh, than the single base figures. I, oh, I agree with you. I, I'm more interested in the colossals, to be honest. I'm just more interested in a, a lower pace. Uh, we're starting to see the dials be shorter. When I say shorter, well, the one the one figure I'm really interested in is, and I and it's really just because of his end dial. But Supremor looks pretty interesting, a little different. Oh, space yeah. Space Knights because I love Space Knights. I'm a ROM fan. So if you go yeah, put my space question, Knights why didn't they do ROM? 
Uh, I think ROM is still tied up in licensing. I'm probably wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say he he is tied up in licensing because he was it was a ROM was an initiative where the toy came first and the comic book was developed afterwards. Am I right? Yeah. So, but yeah, as I said, uh, uh, this would definitely be one of the more uh, interesting seal play uh, games of uh, for a long time because. Yeah, you got. Uh, everyone will have uh, a choice of a colossal figure or two on their team. Yeah, and, two boosters. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, who 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 knows if someone uh, uh, get uh, gets crazy and get uh, uh, you know uh, play one of the four uh, four big guys. Uh, Guys, which we just talked about, and a giant girl as <laughs> the points just screw someone up. That that that'll be interesting, and um, <laughs> for a seal event, I mean, <laughs> right, right. And actually, when you look at all these, probably the one I think can maybe run as a one man army. Uh, and I don't know, I don't like Hulk as one man army. I understand that, even though he's pretty cool, and that's a new take on Hulk. I don't like Hulk as a one man army. But, I do like the look of the figure, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if he's great as a women army, but I think I the Red do, Hulk is a little better than uh, than the regular Hawk, the Hulk. Right. Uh, I was actually looking at Thanos. Maybe Thanos can pull off a one man army at three fifty. At three twenty five, uh, you can give him. He's pretty good dial. Um, Plus fifty yeah, points. Uh, yeah, with uh, a four hundred point game, and uh, give him the plus fifty. That could be mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah, because every time an opposing character attacks after resolution, deal one pin train damage, and once per turn when Thanos is attacked, you may choose to roll a two die six. If your roll plus your attack value is higher than the attack total that you get, that attack automatically misses. And after resolutions, deal that. Attacker damage equal to their printed damage value. So, but, but this one is really good with uh, with a hundred points because uh, passing on the gauntlet. Yeah, says KO a friendly character for the rest of the game. Can use will power and, mod- uh, and modify the combat file. Wait, is that including damage too? Yeah, it's just all combat values, everything. Ooh, that could be really, yeah. The, he would be really good for uh, because someone with these big figures, uh, big target. So uh, someone who aims that might not realize that uh, another figure, which has really good solid stats, just get plus one for, for the rest of the game with willpower. Yes, uh, that could be that could be really interesting. I, I think so too. It could be very impactful on the game and he's, he's hard to kill anyway he doesn't have great defenses attack value never goes below a 10 i think thanos is an interesting piece eight i love that plus 25 plus 50 like you said he can probably run as a, i believe he can run as one man army because he has passive abilities that hurt you on your turn mm. which means that he can attack and then you have he has the ability to hurt you on your turn even more so swarm teams are really going to struggle number one against him a little bit and he's got such a long dial over time 
you can't one-shot him in this set. He starts with Invincible. You're not going to be able to outwit him. So you're looking at – you're going to have to get in like six or seven attacks to finish him off. And in that time, can you avoid that come and get me and the one half of all life gone in an instant? That's just going to be crazy. Well, like uh, a lot of these uh, Colossus uh, figures, uh, uh, they're they're very hard to – uh, KO on one uh, with one attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he is a valid. I think he's a valid uh, potential um, one man army. His one but problem is his speed is terrible. Eight speed with sidestep. But yeah. Oh wait, his one hundred fifty six speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's not moving a lot. Yeah, and so, eight range is not bad, but uh, if it was uh, like more like towards the ten part, that would have been uh, even with the six uh, six speed uh, speed. A ten range would have uh, helped a lot more. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He yeah bigger range. Uh, once again, stealth hurts him, but he's also yeah. a giant, so he's got a two reach with his attack. Um. Yeah. So I. I to me, he jumps out as a potential one-man army. Potential. Leave it at that. Always invincible, but his defense isn't to- totally huge. Eighteen, but I mean, you're talking about an attack range of eleven, so that's still a seven attack with uh, he's got probs. So, ah, uh, anyway, great. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate you spending time with us. I know you got to go. We're at the end. We didn't get to go through everything. But as I, I okay, uh, what, uh, just uh, want to make a comment about one other figure which sure. could be interesting. Uh, 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 Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy. Oh, wait, is it Moon Boy? Are you talking which one? The Moon Boy. Okay. De- uh, yes. Yeah, that could be. Uh, and also, we can mention Moon Girl too. That one, but that. Uh, well, the thing which I look at that one, that might surprise some people with the uh, with the free uh, attack uh, with uh, with a nine uh, with range of four with nine value and one uh, one damage. That yeah, can the, catch people off guard. Yeah, it can that free range attack, the extra little damage to it, and you know their their dial is interesting in the fact they have the two seventy five, one seventy five, and seventy five, and if you look at the what was done with Moon Girl? Hers is that they're back and forth, right? You can choose one side or the other. But the other interesting thing about them is that they're lower points, so they bring something a little bit different. Which is a um, are they? Is their top dial one hundred? I'm looking for them right now. Let me see. Found at one hundred seventy-five. Uh, that's fifty. Yeah, that's fifty. <laughs> Yeah, 175 and 50. So they bring a totally different element in a lower point. They're not as good when it comes to attack value on the dinosaur, but she is uh, excellent with her attack value, Moon Girl, and she has outwit. So they, and they have that range value and cast incapacitate as free, but only to make a range attack. So that is crazy good. Uh, Lower, I think they're a lower speed value, but. Yeah, both those are interesting, great, yeah. great ways to kind of. I said, I said that uh, this uh, definitely out of all the costos, all of these costos have a good mix of way powerful figures and some 
that's so powerful, which uh, can use for the regular uh, games too. Yeah, there's some. I think of all the sets that we've seen here, like there's a lot of constructed options on there, and we don't talk about this enough. But there's some great casual options with higher point dials. You know, there's a lot of casual players who love playing higher point games oh, yeah. and there's some great uh, colossal choices that really make the game very interesting and fun so oh, yeah. I, yeah some of the uh, fun game uh, games is where you have a whole afternoon and you do like a crazy uh, thousand to three thousand points game just uh, uh, where you just basically do uh, yeah, yeah i don't care about theme i just want to just uh, slug it out just for the fun of it oh yeah i want to bring out your biggest uh, point values just to click through of course you limited the number of of uh of you know, to make the game a little faster you know, each have a set number of uh uh, uh take turns you know uh, action tokens <laughs> yeah there you go all right um so we, we're coming to the end and i want to just talk about the future okay oh okay. uh, wait uh, i do have to ask you one question uh before we switch to that Sure. Out of, these, out of these figures, which one you think is the best looking of the uh, figures? Oh wow! Okay, throw the dinosaurs out. No, yeah, uh, not 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 the dial. Who cares uh, uh, okay. how good or bad the dial is? Uh, the type of which one you want to be on your shelf? Okay, so uh, that's why I say throw the dinosaurs out. I'm. I'm not a big dinosaur fan, so I'd throw those out immediately. Thanos on his throne, throw it out. Nebula on the throne, throw it out. Uh, so I'm going to narrow it down to probably uh, the big four at the end. Uh, not group, but the Living Tribunal, Eternity, Infinity, Lord Chaos, and Master Order. And my outside choice would be Giganto and Namor. It's yeah, kind of I like, like that. that. The look of that one. That one looks really cool. So the one I think looks best on your shelf would be the Giganto and Namor. It's just the details in it and the little Namor in it just gives it a little extra pop. So if I'm I'm looking at, I think the best looking one is Giganto and Namor. Oh, but, yeah. but those other four were close because I kind of like them. Living Tribunal. It's just a little details on it. I think it'll look cool. People look at one and think it's a hero quest. Thinks it's a statue or something like that. So. so oh yeah. Uh, and uh, and on the other end, the worst looking one I think is uh, is the uh, mobile <laughs> uh, buggy, the Doom buggy. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they, it looks kind of like a bad ripoff of a GI Joe toy. Yeah, um, that's definitely the w- worst looking of the ones. Yeah, I mean, but I mean that's okay. I I kind of like the. We'll see how the mechanic works out. Uh, Probably yeah. was very surprised when they put that one. I mean, I wish they had executed like the shield flying car because that thing looks amazing. That one looks pretty good too. And the details on that. So, okay. So I'm going to focus on the future. So let's talk about Roll20 and online hero clicks. Are you tempted? And we've talked about this before and you said no, but does this new venture that you've, I know you've watched some videos about how it plays. What are you thinking? Are you tempted? If, uh, if uh, I had some hero clicks to play uh, play through online, yes. But since I don't have the figures, <laughs> a little tougher. So you're saying you would be actually interested in playing a actual actual tournament online if you were able to? Is that right? Right. But since I don't own the figures, I can't. 
But the uh, uh, question is also the time zone difference. True. At 13 hours, we're usually playing at 7 o'clock. That'd be like a 7 o'clock in, your morning, in the morning. However, yeah, let's look at it. Most times, uh, uh, if that's on a Sunday, that's my Monday and I'm working. Okay. But most of the so – Alex has started moving the window maps to Saturday night. I mean, Friday night. So Friday night would be 13 hours ahead would be 8 o'clock Saturday morning. Would you be available well, I have private lessons uh, oh. to earn some extra money. <laughs> Man, you're so difficult. So here it is. As, as I said, uh, said uh, I, I haven't done much because uh, I've been doing a lot of private lessons where in a, less than an hour, I'll have another private lesson. Okay. And I know you got to get ready for that. So here, here's, here's my proposal. Here's what I was kind of getting at. Here it is. So if we can work it out, Malcolm, yes. we can work it out and do all this. I am going to say I will – talk to Alex and see if I can proxy your team, meaning that I will front the figures for your team. Oh, then uh, I'm definitely interested. Yeah. So I'll front the figures for your team. We'll put a team together based on what figures I own. I'll talk to Alex to make sure it's okay that you're using my figures, uh, which would normally happen if, if you were here in the States and we're going to meet up at a convention and you needed figures, I'd let you borrow them so you could play. And let's see if I can proxy your team and see if we can get you in a tournament. Because I would love to know that you are able to play some hero clicks, at least a few, just get into it. I think it's a fun time in the game. So you are interested. Uh, we will try and get that to happen. If we can find a tournament you can get into, I'll try and proxy. I can proxy some figures. I don't have everything. Now, you can't go all willy-nilly on me there, Malcolm. You can't go choose anything. I'll be reasonable. <laughs> just give me the, uh, see, what, what, What's the uh, see to uh, uh, see you mind? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll get you Unimind. I do have a Unimind. Okay, but that's that's something we can work on. So I'll, I will I will try and email Alex and see if he'd be open to it. And and we can I can email you back and we can see if we can find a date in which you're going to be able to participate. And finally. We get a representative from Japan in HeroClix to play, and we'll see how that goes. And maybe even tape the game. That'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be pretty cool. But I appreciate you being on the program. Do you have any shout-outs or any other questions, uh, Malcolm? Well, well just, uh, uh, see, as I said before, uh, uh, two years ago, uh, uh, Rule of Three was really nice to me. Uh, uh, also... Uh, uh, see, uh, uh, a uh, click off, uh, clicks off what is always nice to me. And just uh, last week, uh, actually, about six days ago, I just got on uh, to dial H. I mean, everybody so, uh, want to give out uh, to dial H uh, a shout. Uh, plus, I did really bad at Bad Samaritan. <laughs> oh, what, what do you mean? Uh, the game, uh, dial H game, uh, Bad Samaritan. Oh, okay. If you listen okay. to Dial H, uh, H, you understand uh, uh, that they like to play this hero click game. I did horrible on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens to all of us. I'm going to say it happens to all of us. Well, my defense is uh, I don't study the dials, so. <laughs> okay. So, so you, you don't have all the dials memorized. That's okay. That's cool. I'm glad you're getting out there. Shout outs to all those podcasts who kind of, you know, engage Malcolm in our culture of hero clicks because he's not able to in any other way. Um, so I appreciate you being on. 
I, uh, I appreciate your shout outs. I'm going to give some shout outs to Devin, Michael, Jesse, John Carl, CMBO, Mark, and Malcolm. All of you guys helped me in this journey I'm on. A shout out to everyone that listens to the podcast. And um, I just want to remind everybody, email your comments and questions to lostinclicks.com or contact me on AC Realms under the ID of Colossus TN. You can like our Facebook page and you can search on Facebook by typing at Hero Clicks Lens. Please rate and review the podcast under iTunes. Love to hear any other ideas for online teams or WKO teams. Also, would love to hear about any teams that you think Malcolm should run in his first ever tournament online. And let's see if I have those figures. And I will tell you, Malcolm, I do have two. I just got it in the mail. That is right. Two super rare Wolverines that can be played at the 50 or 150 point dial. Everybody loves him. Thanks. So, so I'm sure you would love playing them too. So, uh, I just want to say thank you all for listening. And please uh, remember, as long as you roll double sixes, with double sixes, you never miss. I'll talk to y'all later. See y'all. Sayonara. So,